Hey NAI football fans, Corey Thorpe here with another edition of the NAI F-Ball podcast powered by AdCraft USA, your custom apparel, merch, and uniform experts. Our friends at AdCraft have been with us for many years now. They've run web stores for us multiple times. These guys are NAI fans and family who are experts in the apparel and merchandise world. AdCraft allows you to take the hassle out of ordering. Let their knowledgeable design and customer service staff handle everything from hosting the store online, shipping the product, and helping your customers so you can get back to the game. Find them online at adcraftusa.com. All right, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe back with another edition of the NAI F-Ball podcast brought to you by, powered by Temples Sports. Since 1974, they've been your custom apparel and merch experts. Tonight we have our first new head coach of the of the offseason, we've got Derek Alexander uh, coming in at Avila, playoff team a year ago. Uh, coach, how are you tonight? Good. How are you? Hey, doing good, doing good. We're we're not cold down here in Florida, so I'm I'm, you know, I think I'll survive. Right. Well, it was, it was kind of it was pretty warm today. It was like sixty degrees here today, so we were uh, we were pretty good. I'll take it for Kansas City in in uh, yeah. early February. Right. So, coach, I I know this is your your second stint in uh, in Avila, and Avila has the uh, the great privilege of of being kind of on a on a border here. I know you're in the KCAC, but I think Avila's actual address is actually Kansas City, Missouri. Um, it is, but I do have to ask being in such a great food hub, what's, how, how do you do your barbecue? What's, what's your go-to KC barbecue? <laughs> oh, well, my, I think my number one place is, is Q39 right now. And what, then Joe's is a close second. What are you, what are you getting there? You, you're loading up on, on, uh, getting, getting the brisket. All right. I got to get the brisket. Yep. I do love a good brisket. That's that's the main thing. They have, I think they got the best brisket. So that that's that's the main thing I get from there. Are you saucing it up, or you leaving it kind of bare? Uh, light sauce. I mean, depends. I mean, it's usually pretty good. Doesn't need a whole lot of sauce. But I do like their sauce as well. So I usually put a put a little dab on there. That's that's what I hear is the thing about Kansas City barbecue is the sauce. So you know we'll. We'll see, but I'm I'm usually with you. If the meat's good enough, it it don't need no sauce. We'll let the meat stand right, on its own. Right, let it stand alone. Well, coach, I was I was looking back into into the archives here for uh, for you, and and I noticed that um, in between you know playing in the NFL and and getting into coaching, that you were a systems analyst and a systems engineer, um, systems analyst for the Federal Reserve Bank. <laughs> Um, right. I said digging deep in the archives. Talk to me about how, <laughs> right. how that analysis and that engineering translates into, into coaching. <laughs> well, a lot of uh, so what I, I did, I did a lot of IT support. So um, the one thing that you have to do is you, you have to figure out the problem. So people will call in with a problem. Now figure out a way to, to solve it. And, then, and this, the same in coaching, same in football. Um, you figure out, try to figure out a way to beat the other team. Like, how's their defense playing, or how's their, what what is their offense doing? How can we stop it, or how can we get more yards? How can we get a bigger play? 
So you put a lot of analysts and uh, analysis into um, creating schemes and things like that. So it's kind of kind of the same, you know. You dig deep into you know figuring out what they do, and then then you figure out a way to beat it. I got to say, ACLs means a totally different thing in the world of IT than it does on on a football field. <laughs> that's for sure and certain. <clears throat> right. I've had my share of uh, torn ACL, so I'm, I'm, I'm good now, though. For, for the non-tech inclined among us, that would be an access control list is, is the technical ACL. <laughs> Correct. Well, right. Coach, you did, you did have a, a good run in the NFL, a, a solid career with, with four teams there, uh, and uh, your single-season receiving yards in 2000 is only eclipsed now by some dudes named Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I think you could probably live with that, right? Yeah, I'm good with it. It's still for a long time. It's still for about 18 years, so I was okay with it. Tyreek uh, was having a great career. I was there when he broke their record initially, and then uh, Kelsey as well. So, I mean, probably pretty two pretty good guys, different it's a little bit different game now as well. They're throwing that ball around, and they got probably one of the best quarterbacks in the uh, in the history of the NFL. So, uh, different time. So those guys are great, and, and um, I, I was happy to let those for those guys to be able to break the record um, that stood for for that many years. I'm, I'm surprised it stood for that long, though. So this this podcast will come out the day after the Super Bowl and Super Bowl Monday. So uh, you know we we all know who you're who you're cheering for there. Oh yeah, got to go for that Chiefs Kingdom there. Definitely. So definitely, yep. We'll be the the Chiefs. Um, you know, it's the third Super Bowl in the last few years, and uh, one and one right now. So hopefully um, they can get down there and pull it off. One thing I am interested in. Because we, we do have a couple, um, you're, you're now the second that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, the coach over at SAGU uh, happens to be Greg Ellis, uh, the Cowboys great. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious, how much does, does the, the NFL name recognition uh, help or hurt you in, uh, with, sure. with coaching? Um, I think, you know, it helps that. Uh, you've played the game and you have you do have that recognition you have the the intel so to say of you know how the game is played because you've been in it and you've been at a high level and i mean it could hurt you to where you know people think you should be better than what you are uh, but really you're only as good as your assistant coaches and the team you have um, so lo- those are things that you know as a head coach um, you know, you, gotta, you have to surround yourself with great assistant coaches, and um, and in college especially, I mean, the recruiting is is essential. Um, got to go out and find guys that fit your system and can do the things that you want them to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's football's football's football, no matter the the level. So let's let's look at your team here. You've got. Your first team All Conference quarterback looks to be returning in Eli Williams. Throws for almost 2,000 yards, rushes for another 700 and almost 50, with 29 combined touchdowns, eight interceptions. Talk to me about building an offense 
and, and kind of how you uh, you plan to run offense. <laughs> so we'll be uh, maybe running a little bit different offense just because of the change. Um, the prior coach was the offensive coordinator as well. Um, and I, I actually worked with him when I was at Avila the first time. Um, so I, I really do know the offense that they were running, and, and it's, it's been the same uh, since I've been gone. And I do still have all of the uh, most of the information on how we <clears throat> ran that offense. But um, we'll be bringing in a new offensive coordinator. We'll have probably a, just a little bit different uh, style of offense. Uh, but we'll definitely be using the talents that our quarterback has. I mean, he's a, shown to be a great runner. Uh, he can throw the ball. He's big. Um, and I think he can do all the things that we'll need him to do. You will, uh, you will be missing the talents of Malik Nesbitt, who's just been a great steady Eddie there for all of the last few years, been there through the, the, the glow up as the kids say of, of Avila, uh, through the KCAC these last few years. It's, it's kind of been, you know, hopefully nice for you having been on staff once before and been in on recruiting some of these guys, um, you know, to be able to hit the ground running. Yeah, I mean, Malik's going to be hard to replace. He was he was actually a freshman the last, my last season there, and uh, you could tell that that guy was going to be great. Even as a freshman, um, he got a little bit of playing time, and, I mean, he was, he was getting it done then. So um, kind of figured he was going to be a pretty good player. Also, Andrew Williams, uh, who was a freshman my, my uh, final season there uh, as an assistant coach, um, those guys were, were great for us, uh, even as freshmen. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, going forward, you know, those are the type of guys that we got to continue to bring in. And hopefully, um, you know, with our, our record and the success that we've had, uh, we can get the, uh, we can continue to get those type of guys. Defensively, you've got Monty Tony coming back, uh, last year who was really good creating havoc for y'all with, uh, Seven and a half tackles for a loss, four and a half sacks. You also return uh, your, your second most leading tackler, Jose Bautista, uh, you know, who was pretty good on the Havoc rate himself with 12 tackles for a loss. Talk to me about replacing some of your, some of your key pieces and, and uh, what you're planning on uh, doing defensively. Well, defensively, uh, we'll, we'll probably be very similar. Uh, to what we've been in the past uh, just you know we've got to again go out and find those guys that uh, fit the mold for us uh, and we've got some young players that'll that'll fill in for us and that have been around for for a while um, that will will hopefully begin to start stepping up and take the place of these guys that we're missing you know the, the one thing that I've that I've noticed over the last heck five-ish years that we've been doing this has been the deepening of the KCAC. Uh, uh, you know, when we when we first started, it was Kansas Wesleyan and everybody else. It didn't really matter. It was <laughs> Kansas Wesleyan's right. conference, and they ran it. Now we're getting to a, a spot where, you know, maybe about three years ago, it was Kansas Wesleyan and Bethel. And then it was Kansas Wesleyan, mm-hmm. Bethel, and Southwestern. And now it's mm-hmm. all those three and add Avila. So talk to me about the continued deepening um, of, of the KCAC and, and go into two divisions and what you're expecting out of this conference. 
Well, it's, it's going to be great, great competition for us. I mean, like you mentioned, you know, all those teams are playing well. I mean, Sterling, when we initially got into the league, I think they were the champions. And then Kansas Wesleyan was playing well. Ottawa's had some good seasons. So, so there's, I mean, there's some great teams uh, in this conference and uh, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be, be difficult going uh, two divisions and, you know, trying to crown a champion. And uh, I mean, that's, that's going to be great for the kids. I think, uh, you know, having all that competition and being able to, you know, go out every week and know that, you know, you're going to have a, a tough fight on your hands and, and whoever comes out of it is going to be a better team for it. I think uh, that'll prepare uh, the champion for the playoffs. I think we'll have a good chance of uh, going far in the playoffs or, or even further than, uh, you know, we, we went to the playoffs last year uh, for one game and, you know, the guys are hungry now. Like they, they've had a taste of that success and uh, they want to keep it going. So uh, getting prepared by this conference um, and, and all these battles we'll have next season, uh, I think will really prepare us uh, going forward. I think that's a really good point. I mean, you know, the getting getting a little taste of it, and um, you know, unfortunately, you, you lose fourteen to seven to to Indiana Wesleyan. Indiana Wesleyan had a whale of a team last year. Obviously, no scoring after halftime, which <laughs> surprised me. Right. Um, but yeah, once you, it, it's it's um, there's not much I can compare it to. But once you get a little taste of that, once once you get that. <laughs> Once you get that flavor in your in in your mouth, you you keep wanting to go keep going back to the well. Yes, yeah, I mean it's hard not to. It's hard to to go backwards uh, once you once you've made those strides and and you can and you see what's possible. I mean those guys. Uh, when I first got to Avila, we we went on on eleven. Uh, my second year, I think we won three games, and then then that last season, uh, we we went seven and three, which was the best record. In school history at the time, no one had ever, I don't even think they had won five games or six, but um, to win seven games and, and have that success, um, you know, those guys got that taste and then they've been doing it every, se- every season since. I, I, I think the, every season uh, since my since that one season, the, my last season where they went seven and three, I think that's the most least games they've uh one so seven and three seven and three eight and eight and two or uh and then like last year now with 10 wins on the season and uh, you know that's it's hard hard not to try and keep keep that success up but it's it's going to be difficult it's, it's not going to be easy to go through this conference um and win and win 10 games again i mean it's just going to be a, a lot tougher uh going forward yeah i'm just pacing back through the through the records now and I'm back to 2004. And I still haven't seen five wins yet. So you're not <laughs> right. you're, you're you're not wrong as as oh there's six wins in 2003. Talking 20 years ago. Okay, all right. So yeah, I mean it's it really is, and um, you know just to see the competition there is is always really good. Um, now one thing that we've been we've been asking asking the coaches who who came on here is is we know that if if we're not improving um doesn't matter if it's football it, life is just like that um you're you're going to be falling behind we're we're on a we're we're on a treadmill in that regard so what area of of your program 
on or off the field are you really looking to to hammer in in your in your first initial year? Well, I mean, this first uh, year it's going to be important for us to get uh, a lot of recruits in. Uh, I mean, with the transition, uh, you know, there's some uneasiness, and um, you know, guys they just don't know, right? They don't know the field. There's going to be some new coaches. There's going to be some some new offense, some new things that we have to learn. So uh, the most important thing is going to be for us to get through spring ball with some confidence, uh, you know, getting some install in with our offense and getting the guys comfortable in, in what we're teaching them. And, you know, the schemes and things that we're trying to run, uh, that's going to be the biggest thing to get those guys comfortable and, and set on a path to once we get to uh, training camp that we're, we're set and ready to go. How much does it help that, um, you know, it, it may not matter which offensive coordinator you bring in. You're going to be able to to translate uh, to your offense from the system that you you understand uh, running under Coach Benavides. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be, I, it's going to help. I'll put it like that. Um, uh, things will change, obviously, but uh, I think the the system that we put in is going to be. It may be similar, but the names and things are going to change a little bit, and how we how we look at things, how we call it, uh, and and I think it's actually simpler for the guys. At least in my mind, it's simpler. Uh, the way we teach it uh, hopefully makes sense to the guys, and and hopefully they catch on pretty quick. And uh, we'll we'll try to make sure that we just hammer things home to them and and uh, give them all the tools they need to be successful. Absolutely. Well, Coach, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast tonight. Um, you know, we're looking forward to uh, another good season of, of KCAC football. I mean, it's like I'd said earlier; it's it's growing every year. It seems like, and now with the addition of Evangel, um, one y'all have got a game now that is going to be a really close one for you. If I if if my map in my head is correct, you know, going to Nixa. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's uh, fairly close. I mean, some of the some of the schools, other schools in Kansas are are close as well. So we we've, we've our travel is not not too difficult. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 not like uh, it's not like those poor poor folks up in the frontier that have to go you know eleven hours to a game. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's, that's brutal. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I I can't imagine being uh, having to keep myself entertained on a bus for that long but we are uh, we are looking forward to another good season of KCAC football and the growth again and and seeing um how two divisions is going to impact the the playoffs now with with another auto bid uh, you know I know the the Bethel fans back home were were real uh, annoyed about the the end of the season last year and we'll we'll see if we can get uh you know all three teams in this year but uh, again, we do appreciate you yeah, coming it'd on. It'd be nice to get get a multiple yeah. teams in there. So yeah, that, no, when we just the representation. When we started, like I said, it was um, I remember the first year that um, that Bethel got in alongside Kansas Wesleyan and and actually showed up mm -hmm. and, and and showed out in the playoffs. Um, you know, so it's it's definitely growing, and and so we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll see what you what Avila has to offer come the fall. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the NAIF Ball Podcast presented by AdCraft USA. Be sure to contact them for all your custom apparel, merch, and uniform needs. Thanks also to Leading Edge Fundraising for their support of the podcast. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to the podcast as well as to our YouTube channel. Leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. As always, if you'd like to support what we do, head over to patreon.com slash n-a-i-a-f-b-a-l-l and become a patron. We can't do what we do without our sponsors and listeners like you.